Hey guys, and welcome back to Deeper Than Most. I'm your host, DJ. And I'm your host, Sam. And today we have a very special episode because it is none other than our hostess' lovely birthday. And it's not just any birthday, it's her 24th birthday. Yes, I'm so excited. And we have a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. It's my birthday special, so it's definitely going to be a birthday treat, okay? So yeah, we're sipping on some... Wizine. This shit is delectable. Anyway, so for my birthday special, it's all about me. We're not doing any DOMs today. But before we hop into the shenanigans, we just want to mention how you can support the show, of course. The best way to support us is by liking, commenting, subscribing, and sharing us on YouTube, as well as following us on Instagram at Deeper Than Most PC, and the PC stands for podcast. Also, join our long-ass Facebook group here. We still will figure that out, okay? Make sure that you're leaving ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Anchor for those who listen there. Yes, we love the support, and also we're on the Clock app, so follow us on TikTok. We be lit over there. At DTM Pod. We've broken this up into parts, of course. You know how we do it. But our first part is probably what I'm most excited for. Um, Your girl has been making some music, and I'm going to be releasing my first EP hey. on my birthday. 24 um yeah so just to give you a little breakdown i'm dropping an ep it's going to be titled sit down with a scorpio it's going to have five tracks on the project and it's going to be available on soundcloud as well as youtube so you know soundcloud just for personal support but youtube for everybody the first track is titled by myself and I'm going to do like really quick breakdowns of these songs. Um, this isn't genius, so. <laughs> but By Myself is basically about when, I don't know, you've just been through so much and you get to that breaking point where you just realize, you know what, I need to do this by myself. I can do this by myself and I want to do this by myself. And by this, I mean life, I mean everything. All the hurdles and the, the struggles that come your way, you're willing to tackle those unfortunate happenings by yourself. Um, and then towards the end of the song, it says, I don't need to be by myself, I don't want to be by myself. That's when you finally reach that point where you don't have to do it by yourself. It's not a choice anymore, so. Yeah, just a quick little rundown of the first track. <laughs> the second track is titled Fall For You, and this is basically about when, you know, you care and you love so deeply about somebody and that when things finally end or they don't, you know, end up the way that you wanted them to, um, there's always, like, just something inside. There's some type of flame, a fire, whatever you want to call it, that just allows you to keep falling for that person even if they're not the best fit for you so that's what fall for you is and it's kind of like you enjoy the the tease you enjoy the the game it's not toxicity bro it ain't toxic everybody's been there everybody's been you know in a breakup and for some reason you just can't get over your ex like that's just what it be yeah that's true you know you see their face and you just like can't get over it you know Anyways, so that's all for you. Um, the third track is Forbidden Fruit. 
So everybody knows the story of Adam and Eve and how Eve was the sinner and she was the one eating forbidden fruit. Well, my interpretation of that, you know, I'm not super religious. If you do listen to the podcast or if you're new here, hey. Um, But with forbidden fruit, it plays on the idea of the woman and, you know, her womanly parts being the forbidden fruit. And the actual sinner was Adam because he just couldn't resist her forbidden fruit. Forbidden fruit is basically just a a remix of Adam and Eve and that Eve was the forbidden fruit and how men just can't resist. Track number four is probably one of my favorites. This one I got really, really deep. Um, and this one just was very personal to me. One of like the ones that I'm most proud of and by myself is like the first one off of this whole EP that I wrote. I wrote by myself like in 2019 or 2020. So, it's an oldie to me, but it's going to be new to (laughs) y'all. But, back to somebody else. Somebody else is when you get so wrapped up in a relationship, whether you're in the cupcake phase, whether you've been in the relationship for years or months, weeks, days, hours. It doesn't matter. But somebody else is about losing sight of yourself within a relationship. Um, This is something that has personally happened to me and it's not a good feeling when you don't know what you like or who you are anymore. You can't make decisions for yourself. Um, So yeah, it's a very crippling feeling and I feel like this song invokes the emotions of how that feels very well um, and just the internal battle that comes along with dealing with feeling like somebody else. So no, this song ain't about him cheating and finding somebody else. No, it's about you realizing that you're losing sight of yourself and becoming somebody else. So yeah, I love somebody else. And our last track is Rose Gold. Rose Gold I wrote on a whim, like really, really quick. And I really enjoyed the beat. It was just upbeat, happy. Um, It would have been a perfect like summer, fall vibe. I mean, a summer, spring vibe. Like just the beat of the song and the lyrics and everything. But... Who the fuck don't be wearing shades in the fall? So, and you'll get what I'm saying when you hear the song. But, yeah, Rose Gold is kind of just like the new beginnings. Like, alright, I've been hurt in the past. I've been through all this shit. I've done this. Like, boo-hoo, whatever. I've cried. I've gotten over it. And now I'm bigger, better, and badder. Um, So, yeah, Rose Gold is definitely just about being selfish and being happy that you're selfish. Um, so yeah, those are all the tracks. Nice. And I personally listened to this entire EP unreleased like six or seven times. Probably more than that. I'd be running this shit to the ground. But, um, from my interpretation and my listening, I, I feel like what you just gave was completely accurate. And I would say out of all the five songs, yeah, my top two would be, ooh, that's hard. They're all good. Uh, top two would be Fall For You and Rose Gold. But I think I like Rose Gold a little bit more because it, it because of the way it, like, feels, the way it comes off. It's pretty nice. It's nicely put together. The composition is nice. The lyrics are nice. And, um, it's just fun. It seems like a fun track. Although, it has the meaning it has, but it's a fun track. Yeah, I agree. And, but my top two would be Forbidden Fruit and Somebody Else. Somebody else is just my number one because that I really just got 
super vulnerable in that song. Um, in all of them, pretty much. But somebody else really just... Mm, I don't know. Like, you could hear it in my voice. I'll say that. I want to get a little into just, like, the creative ideas surrounding this EP. Um, just for the rollout of it. So, this is the look. Kind of. You know, the pictures will be coming soon. We might, you know, pop a couple teaser pictures um, in this episode, but the photo shoot colorway is going to be various colors and hues of blue, um, and because I'm a Scorpio, and that's a water sign, and this is titled Sit Down with a Scorpio. I'm going to be sitting down in a chair with blue light. Oh, also, I'm back to black. <laughs> I just went completely past that. You know, that's kind of what to expect for, like, the cover art for the tracks or just the EP in general. Think blue. Think white. I don't know. Close-ups. Just really honing in on the mind of a Scorpio and just what it would be like to have a sit-down, to have a talk with said Scorpio that's been through all of these things. Okay. So, yeah. And so, with that being said... Um... Blue. What? What is? What is that? Like, what is it? What does it sim? Like, what does it symbolize? And what does it like mean? Especially personally to you, and not just your project, but to you personally. Okay, interviewer DJ. <laughs> Blue for me is almost a token for depth. Um, depth in a person, in a conversation, in a personality. Um, just depth overall. Depth within life within intellectualism, within spirituality, all of those things. Just, I don't know, I, I'm a very deep person. I'm very mysterious, um, very intuitive. Okay. And I feel like the color blue just invokes all of those emotions. Okay. And it relates to that. I don't know, blue is just such a deep color, but it can also be such an uplifting and light color, depending on the hue. So, yeah. I love blue. I've always loved blue, but I can agree because blue is one of my favorite colors. I do think blue has a certain aura about it, and depending on how you use it, it can definitely evoke a lot of different emotions. The next thing that I want to talk about is literally what I want to give to the listener when they hear my EP. So the feelings I want to invoke with this project are growth, perseverance, love, loss, strength, hardship, and respect. Um, I feel like you will get a, a hint of a lot of that, all of those things throughout this project. Like if you just sit down and listen to the whole thing, these are the feelings that might come about, um, how you may feel listening to these tracks. I'm someone who is loved and who has been lost. I've been hurt by those closest to me, but somehow I always bounce back 10 times harder. And I really just want listeners to know that it's okay to love someone and it's okay to let them go. Sit Down with a Scorpio will feel relatable to listeners. Um, and that's really my goal for this EP. Like, I do want to share this with people and I don't know. It's just very personal to me and I feel like it gives people an inside look at who Savannah is as well. Because I noticed that I am pretty mysterious and ducked off and not a lot of people really know what goes on in my head. But this will kind of give you an inside peek, so. Nice, nice. 
Okay. And this ain't the end of Sav. I'm going to be dropping more music. Just wait. But let's get past this first. Mm -hmm. So once again, Sit Down with a Scorpio will be available 11.07 on SoundCloud and on YouTube. And I will have both of those linked in this episode. So go ahead and check out my music if you feel so inclined. If not, it is perfectly fine. As well, mark the date, 11.07.2022. And that is Sit Down with a Scorpio coming to ears near you. And now we roll into part two. <laughs> what is this cat that? <laughs> Where we play drunk Jenga with wine because your girl's turning 24. I'm getting fancy, y'all. I'm about to be, I'm in my mid-20s. <laughs> I can't deal. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. So this shit wobbly as fuck. Um... So we're able to use more than one, like, finger and shit. Let's start off with a cheers and a sip. Cheers to being 24. 24 and more. May the best honcho win. I guess I'll go first since I'm the birthday girl. Oh, shit. What is that? A sip for the oldest. I'll take that. All right, your turn. All right, let's do this. Oh, shit. Let us know if you like to play Jenga, if you like to play drunk Jenga, if you're over 21. Also, since this is a birthday episode, comment down below when your birthday is. I want to know. And if you're a Scorpio, put Scorpio Gang in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. So the block I pulled says take two shots. Two sips in this case. Oh my god. Ooh. So Squid Game still ain't hit us up, y'all. They plan. They missing out on some real ones. Ooh. Okay, I don't know which one I want to do. What you got? Rock, paper, scissors, or mute till your next turn. I'm going to go with mute till my next turn. <laughs> So it says, the first side says, down your drink. And the second side says, pick someone to down. Wait, what the fuck? The second, one, the second side says, pick someone to drink for until your next turn. Damn. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and drink all of my little wine for right now. Chug, 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 chug. Don't chug wine, y'all. Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> Oh my god, well while he's doing that, let's see what do I got next? I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna pull. I'm scared. I don't wanna knock it over. Oh, this shit getting real real shisty. <laughs> so what did it say? I don't want this shit to fall. All right. Nose goes. <laughs> Damn, this shit look crazy right now. Love it. It really is, and I don't know how it's standing, but it is, y'all. That shit about to fall. No, it's not. What? My options are one shot for the youngest, or people over five five take two sips. Oh, 
There you go. Good job. Great job. Yeah. Everyone take a sip, but you. Mm -hmm. I know that's right. Ooh -wee. Oh! Shit. <laughs> I didn't mean to scream. <laughs> Damn, you got that bitch, though. Pull your next break with your opposite hand or give out one sip. So, birthday girl, I say go ahead and take your little birthday sip. I'll take it. I love me some wine. What we drinking? Moscato. I think the top is the safest. It's just a blank block. We just gonna put that bad boy back on the top there. Back on the chopping block. Oh, I'm gonna knock this shit over these nails. This ain't fair. Low-key miss my red hair. But it feels good to be back black. But this is like not even natural black, y'all. This is jet black. <laughs> and there goes the game, guys. <laughs> I'm a winner and you gotta down your wine. Alright guys, so please congratulate your birthday girl in the comments on winning her birthday Jenga because last time we played this, <laughs> it didn't oh, end too well. With me being the winner of Jenga, um, you know, it's time to move on to bigger and better things. But before we do that, we are going to take a moment to get this shmoney, get this bread, and thank our sponsor. See you soon. Have you and we're back guys. Like a birthday bitch butt crack, hey, like a birthday bitch butt crack, hey. With that, that brings us to part three of our lovely birthday special, reading our monthly horoscopes. If you know me, you know that I am a fan of astrology and I don't know, I'm very big on my birth chart and just like who I am to the core. Um, yeah, I'm one of those bitches that'll, you know, see our love compatibility if I find out your zodiac sign. I've always been interested in astrology. I've never been like super, super deep into it. But I will say that like upon like doing the research and figuring out who you are, it's it's nice. It's nice to know because usually they're pretty spot on, regardless of um, whichever horoscope you're looking at. It definitely does give you more of an insight on yourself than you think it would. Yeah. So I highly recommend checking it out at least at some point. And we are going to be looking into the month of November. So we are just gonna go ahead and hop into reading our horoscopes. Um, before we do though, in terms of new astro weather, the total lunar eclipse in Taurus is gonna be happening on November 8th, which is the day after my birthday and your zodiac sign. It will not only conjunct freedom loving Uranus, but also sit in opposition to the sun, Mercury and Venus in Scorpio. My Venus is in Scorpio. Nice. So this should be an interesting time for me. Um, themes surrounding the give and take with your personal and professional relationships or lack thereof will be of greater prominence and the erratic influence of rebellious Uranus will simultaneously set you free. So just a quick little, you know, look into what the future of this month will behold. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, so let's get into this. So your horoscope is first, so let's go ahead and tackle yours. Since mine is first, which is Taurus, we come across the Taurus November 2022 horoscope. And it reads, the last thing you're looking forward to is change, but life can be so incredibly ironic. Naturally, with so many planets shaking up your relationship sector, there's no denying the intensity of your soul connections and commitments. But November's total lunar eclipse in your sign is flipping the script. 
This is especially true for those of you who have been investing your time and energy in partnerships that aren't completely fulfilling to you. And the same goes for those who feel bound to a connection that's depleting your energy. Okay, this is interesting. So what do you feel about that so far? Um, so far, I, I like it. I like it because there are soul connections. I think it's pretty interesting how it goes about explaining this, although I don't see where there may be some depleting my energy. I'm not really sure where that's going to come into play. But Unexpected encounters and conversations are likely this month, but even still, Uranus reminds us that nothing is set in stone. Reflect on the foundation of your commitments, as well as what is required from you when meeting a partner halfway. Your individual freedom will continue to take precedence and the passionate exchanges underway specifically when Mercury and Venus enter Sagittarius, will be difficult to resist. You're turning the page, but a romantic chapter soon begins. Interesting. I'm never, like, too huge, like, into it, but it's nice to, like, read it and try to understand more. So, in terms of that, um, I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens. Do you ever feel like you learn more about yourself when you read your horoscope? There are some times that I do, and there are definitely some times that I don't. There are some times I feel like... I've already went through that and I already know like what's going on there. So right. you're kind of t preaching to the choir in a sense, like you're, you know. I feel like reading my horoscope sometimes sheds light on things that I may have missed. Right. You know, yeah. like, like you said, I mean, I, I probably already know what's going on in my life. And yes, horoscopes can oftentimes be very vague um, and just relate to anybody. But yeah, it definitely just sheds light, light on things that, um... I may have missed before, and yeah, I'm always down to read a good horoscope, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, I want to hear it. I think they're very, they're very important. It's one of those things where, like, it's like you should exercise your brain, you should exercise, like, your body as well, but I feel like spirituality is one of those things that people completely look over, mm -hmm. so I feel like horoscopes are, the, are that doorway, like, where you can just take the time to just... Understand yourself a little more because I feel like people don't do it enough. I agree for sure and Don't get us wrong like astrology is not for everybody. Not everybody believes in astrology, but your hostess over here does I don't know about your host. He gets annoyed when I talk about it. So I don't know Okay, so to clear the air, I, it's not that I don't believe in it. It's that I feel like so many people place so much value on it when sometimes it's a little different. Cause you gotta take accountability. Yeah, no, experiences are very different for person to person. So I feel like a lot of people tend to generalize because of certain um, certain experiences they've had. So say, okay, you're a Scorpio. Say you've like had relationships with like maybe Sagittarius's or Virgos that weren't so great. You just t tend to generalize. Oh well, Sagittarius's are super annoying. They don't. They're not, they're not communicate. They're not communicative, or like they just don't do the best in the areas I feel like they should. We'd rate them lower on the list. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like a lot of people use horoscopes as a way to generalize a certain um, astrology sign, and I don't think that's fair. I think that. Everyone has different experiences, so you should get to know that person for that experience as opposed to generalizing them because you read a horoscope. I completely agree. And I also feel that people use their horoscope, or not even their horoscope, but their zodiac sign to 
you know, aid in their lack of accountability. Like, oh, well, you know, I'm not good with time management because I'm a cancer. And, you know, like, that's just in my sign. I'm a fixed sign. Like, like no. And then I hate those people that, like, try to single out certain signs and be like, oh, my God, I hate Scorpios. I hate fucking Aries. I hate Geminis. It's like, okay, nobody cares. But also... We're a lot deeper than just our sun sign. Yeah, everybody goes by, like, the first sign. But the first sign is only the surface. Um, And that's why it's so easy to just tell everybody, oh, yeah, I'm this. Oh, yeah, I'm that. Because it's on the surface. So when we're thinking about horoscopes and zodiac signs and astrology, just know that it's all-encompassing and that there's more to an individual than just their sun sign. And furthermore, there's more to an individual than their zodiac signs in general or their birth chart. Um, Like you said, you know, it goes off of life experiences, personal experiences and how you grew up, your environment, all of that. Certain experiences and relationships you've had, that is what shapes and molds you into who you are. It's just you may carry certain certain characteristics of certain zodiac signs. So yeah, I'm glad we kind of like broke into that and had that quick little debacle because it was needed (laughs) and to even like further clarify i personally believe that your moon sign is most important because it controls your emotions if you don't know how to deal with someone emotionally or yourself emotionally you can't expect to create a growing relationship out of that because your emotions are everything like you're you know the way you think the way you process things your emotions and the way you feel about things all play a huge part in who you are so i would say Ask people their moon signs, more more or less asking people their sun signs. Because, yes, your your sun is important, but your emotions are very much so important in any relationship. Even with that, like the rising sign as well is who you present yourself to be in public and in front of other people. It's how they portray you. So definitely hone in on what your sun sign is and, you know, kind of take an outside look at what that represents and how you display that to others. I'll name our big three. Yeah. Um, my big three are my, so my sun is a Taurus, my moon is a Leo, and my rising is an Aries. Cusp actually is actually Cancer. I take that back. It's actually a Cancer. So yeah. So what does that say to you? So to me, it's kind of interesting how that works because me being a Taurus on the sun, like on the sun side, I'm a very earth like I'm a very earthy person I'm very grounded I'm very like set in my schedule set in my ways and that's true like I, sometimes I'm super stubborn and I can't can't really get away from that one but at least you're aware yeah and then my my moon sign is in Leo which kind of surprises me because for me sometimes I don't feel like I'm the most confident person but there are times where I over exude confidence and it gets it gets crazy mm-hmm. and in terms of me being a cancer on the rising side that was new to me because i never really paid attention to how much my facial expressions like really show like what's going on so i would say that it it makes a lot of sense in terms of cancers being super emotional and like kind of like Random wearing their heart on their sleeve. yeah wearing their heart on their sleeve mostly so what i get from you out of your big three is your taurus like you said you know you can be stubborn um definitely set in your ways also very down to earth and just likes the simple things while at the same time loves the finer things in life and to top that off you're definitely a foodie as for your leo moon 
I personally, from an outsider point of view, like I see the confidence that you have, but I know that the Taurus in you is probably telling you to keep it humble, keep it mundane and keep it simple, you know? But yeah, you definitely have some fiery energy to you. You can be a little feisty and that's how Leos are for sure when it comes to emotions. Um, when it comes to your rising and that being in Cancer, yeah, boy, you emotional. <laughs> you real emotional. That's all I'm going to say. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, emotions are something that are felt by all of us and should be celebrated, should be understood, it should be shared, and should be appreciated. Because emotions mean a lot, you know? Like, the fact that we can feel as humans, like, feel emotion is such... I don't know, just such a grandiose thought. So what do you think about my take on your big your big three? I think it's pretty interesting. I've never had anyone tell me um, what they thought of my big three because I don't really share it that often. I don't really, I guess, care to and no one really cares to ask. Right. But um, I've never really had anyone tell me what they think. And I think it's pretty interesting because I feel like I completely identify and understand your points that you made. So it's nice. So there you go, people. There is some truth in this astrology shit. And we're here to prove that. <laughs> With all that rambling and our nice little astrology talk, even though we will be doing a full breakdown episode on this topic, um, let's get into my horoscope. So my Scorpio November 2022 horoscope. Talk your shit. Wishing you a lovely solar season, swirling in blessings and bliss, but you know what time it is. It's turn up season, man. Hey. <laughs> November kicks off with the sun, Mercury, and Venus conjugating in your sign, making you the center of attraction. But wait, there's more. A total lunar eclipse will touch down on your relationship sector on November 8th. That's the lunar eclipse in Taurus that we were talking about at the beginning of this segment. Um, all the while making a conjunction to rebellious Uranus in the process. Surprise, surprise! You reap what you sow and many of you are being vindicated for past injustices. Well, I had to break it to y'all, but I'm a very good person. <laughs> I don't really be doing shit. Like, I don't fuck people over. Anyway, it sounds like a cheesy romance novel, but a heartbreakers from your past could very well return with an apology or perhaps even an offer. Well, fuck them because this EP for the drop and um, I'm a new bitch. I'm 24. Ain't nobody gonna be hitting my line because I got a new number. How you choose to proceed depends on your personal experience, but you're being presented with an opportunity to speak your truth and get closure or get the closure you've been seeking. Mm, oh, I mean, I'm not really looking for any closure right now. I'm chilling. This kind of stuff does not happen every day, so it's now or never, Scorpio. Are you ready to leave a chapter behind? The good thing is, the day before the sun enters Sagittarius, Mercury will join forces with Venus via this mutable fire sign, which in turn lights up your stability-seeking second house of wealth with luck, expansion, and sweet opportunities. I'm ready for that. Definitely ready. Um, I need some good opportunities to come my way. I need some goddamn good luck. Um, wealth of luck? Yeah, your girl gonna have to get a couple of scratch-off tickets. 
something. Maybe Squid Game will like call. Y'all better figure it out. Because we, I don't know what y'all doing. Like, we're the best addition to the show. And considering the power of divine timing, of course, Jupiter will station direct the following day, just an hour or so after the new moon. So chin up. You're building your own foundation. Ooh, I like that. In short, continue to be a bad bitch. Because a bad bitch is all you ever were, all you ever will be, and all there ever is. Yeah, um, I feel all of this with my damn horoscope. It just, it definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, it's about damn time, like fucking Lizzo said. And yeah, I'm just super excited to see what November holds for me, what it has in store. And not only November, but the year of being 24, just 24 years old. Next year, I'm about to be 25, literally in my mid-20s, in my later half of my 20s. And, um... Your girl growing up. I'm getting grown. I wasn't scared of being 30, but now that I'm here, I see what the midlife crisis is about. Well, if I may interject, I feel like you shouldn't be afraid to be 30. It's just the start of a long life of great things, in my opinion. Well, I'm, I've never been afraid of being 30. It's just now I'm not a kid anymore. Like, I can't make the same mistakes I was making at 22, 23, 21, whatever. Like... I'm going to be in my later half of my 20s. I'm considered more an, of an adult. I'm taken more seriously. So that's definitely something that, you know, I have to come into. And I'm sure it'll just happen naturally over time. But, you know, it is a little jarring at first. I will say that. But I think I'll handle it very well. I've always been told I'm mature for my age. Like, anybody that I talk to, they're always like, oh, wow, I thought you were older because you're very mature. And I'm like, oh, thanks. That's because people that are around that age are, I mean, let's be honest. Nobody has shit figured out at whatever age. So, like, very true. it's it's easy for someone to say, oh, you, you seem mature for your age. What does that really mean? Like, yeah. are you mature for your age? Like, what do you... What is the real meaning behind that sentence? No one knows. But anyway, that being said, I want to know something. I want to know, since you are 24 now, what are, what are let's say, 24 things you've learned by, by now? Ah, smooth transition. So 24 things I've learned by 24. Let's get into it. This is part three, the final. Oops. This is part four, the final part of today's episode. And... We're going to get into 24 things Sav has learned by 24, and hopefully these 24 things will help you. We did this for DJ's 23rd birthday special, and we did 23 things learned he learned, or 23 things he learned by 23. We did get the idea from this YouTuber that we enjoy watching, Maddie Drosbeck. We will have her episode linked, or not her episode, but her channel linked in this episode. So check her out. She's a great content creator, and we just appreciate the art that she puts out. So yeah, 24 things learned by 24, and I would love for us to just like popcorn and like tell our little thoughts on this. So number one, patience is key, and it can get you far in life. I've learned this just because, like, growing up, I did not have a lot of patience. And as I've gotten older and I've been through certain situations and things, I've just learned that, like, you got to have patience to a certain degree. 
you know, not everybody's perfect and we're not going to have all the patience in the world. But a little bit of patience will take you a long way. So, yeah, I've learned that. Um, For me, patience is a definite virtue. It's one thing that's very important to me because I feel like being patient can get you, like it says, very far in life. But, like you said... There are times where I'm not so patient, and I would definitely say the only thing that's really taught me patience is, honestly, applying for jobs, growing my locks, and... School. Yeah, school. <laughs> like, those are the top three things that have, like, really taught me patience. The second thing I learned is be your number one supporter. If you don't, who will? And I've learned this through a lot of ways, but one thing I've noticed is that at the end of the day, all we have is ourselves, and... If you're not supporting yourself in everything and anything that you do, why would you expect anybody else to? That's all I got to say about that. I mean, yeah, man. Um, you you come into earth alone, you die alone. So in between in that in-between time, you have to uplift yourself because not, every, not all the time is everyone going to do it for you. Third thing I learned by 24 is feed your inner child. It will fulfill you. Um, feeding into your inner, inner child is very, very important and it's just beneficial to your overall adult health. Feeding your inner child and, and I don't know, putting time and effort and love into that will help you in the long run because your inner child is always a part of you. They're always with you. Um, and they're always going through this journey of life with you. Like your inner child never goes away. So feed into it. Do shit that you... Would it would have enjoyed as a child or a teenager? And with that, not only should you feed your inner child, you should also heal your inner child because we're all traumatized. So I think it's important to do a lot of shadow work, and that means meditating, journaling, anything you can to like get over that trauma as a kid. Because yes, that inner child is always with you, but you should also allow it to grow with you as well. Like keep your imagination. Do like you said. Do something that you would have done as a kid or as a teenager because it it really helps you out as an adult. Like it really sets your mental health in a better place. So not only should you feed your inner child but also nurture it and heal. The fourth thing I learned is money comes and goes, but it damn sure goes quicker. I ain't got much to say about this. Yeah, you can make money. Yeah, money can come fast. But I guarantee you every single time you will spend that money quicker than it took you to make it. Period, point blank. In short, this shit that we doing now is not what the fuck our parents were doing 30, 40 years ago. Get your shit together. Number five, wine is the shit. I love wine. It's just a nice wind down. It's a nice social fucking addition. It's just nice to have alone. Like, wine is just nice. And once I turned 21 and I was able to go to liquor store, I mean, I finally realized, like, damn, I'm a wine girl and a tequila girl. Like, that's just me. And wine is just nice. I don't know. It's just nice to have. Oh, no. Wine is great. I'm yeah. a very bougie person myself, and I enjoy a nice glass of wine, but I also enjoy whiskey, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Number six, find your creative outlet or outlets and dedicate time for them. Now, we're all creative in some way, some fashion, some sense, but it's all about finding that creativity within yourself and feeding into it, nurturing it, letting it grow, and 
once it does grow and you oops and you do find what your creative outlet or outlets are because some of us have more than one that's when you dedicate time for them take time out of your day away from school away from work friends your partner all of those things and dedicate time to your creative outlets always it's like i mentioned before your inner child is your true self. So definitely take the time to figure out what those creative outlets are. For me, I know it's writing and photography and I enjoy writing poetry and I enjoy taking pictures and I still do in my adult life, in my free time, that's what I do. So whatever those outlets or outlet is for you, do it. Yes, mine is definitely writing as well, whether that's poetry, novels, even though I've never finished one. <laughs> and music, um, love those. Music as a whole, I absolutely love. But singing, I enjoy that. That is a creative outlet. As well as painting. Your girl is a painter. Okay? It's giving Sav Caso. Sav Caso, yes! That's me, Sav Caso. Put a beret on my head. Number seven. <laughs> music is a muse and a therapeutic tool. I personally do not go to therapy. Um, therapy, I have found out, is not for me, even though everybody says therapy is for everyone. If you're one of those people that feels like therapy just isn't for you or you haven't had the best experience with therapy or therapists in your past, don't feel bad about that and don't feel like you're the only one because it is very common. Um, and your hostess, your girl, Sav... I feel the same way. Like, all the therapists I have had in the past were not for me, and that's okay. I understand that shopping for a therapist is a thing. You have to find the right fit for you. But there are other ways to find therapy, not just through speaking with somebody. Even if it's just feeling what somebody else is feeling and you guys are feeling the same thing, music, it's definitely a therapeutic tool. It's so like I mentioned earlier, um, shadow work is a very powerful tool, whether that's journaling, listening to music, whether that's actually having that tough conversation. Shadow healing is important. And I will say music is designed and made to help you deal with your emotions. So take the time to, I don't know, up your, up your playlist, like find some new artists, take that time to figure out what kind of music you like and... You know, our hostess has some lovely music coming out, so I suggest that you get into it. Number eight, social media is crazy, and I still can't believe this shit. Period, point blank. Like, social media, there's just so much shit that goes on, and I don't know. It's just a crazy construct to think about. And the fact that this shit exists is wild to me. So, yeah, it's just some shit that I still can't believe. But I damn sure believe we living in a simulation. So, I don't know. You can take that as you will. That's nor here nor there. But that's just how I feel. Honestly, man, social media wasn't even designed to be what it is. But since we are where we are, that shit is crazy. Like, people really be wilding. Like, first it was MySpace, then it was Tumblr, then it was Facebook. And it's still been Facebook and Instagram for a long time. And so, Twitter ain't never gonna die. Yeah, Twitter um, is king, so... You know. Yeah. Um, but I will say, you know, social media is what you make it. We're the ones that made social media what it is, you know? Like, that's what society has done to social media. Um, so it's whatever you make it. And I feel like with social media, you just got to make it the best you can be because 
you never know what to expect with social media. I will say that. Number nine, education will serve you well. Intellectual capabilities are key, okay? They help you, trust me. They get you in those rooms that you never thought you would get in. And that's just the reality of it, at least here in the United States of America. Look, man, <laughs> education is way much more than institution. I'll just leave it there. Number 10, treat yourself, even through the simplest things, whether that be putting lotion on your body when you get out of the shower, whether that be oiling your scalp, retwisting your hair, throwing on makeup, washing your clothes, cleaning your, your space, like, treat yourself, self-care. Even through the simple things. It makes a difference. It really does. It makes you feel better. It, it helps your mood. Just makes life feel easier. The word selfish is honestly an oxymoron. Because yes, you can be selfish, but that doesn't always mean that it's bad. Number 11, time is a construct and it doesn't serve us well. I wholeheartedly believe this. Time is some bullshit and it's man-made. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like if we didn't put a limit on what life is, it would feel infinite. Well, time is an illusion anywhere. If we didn't have the mind calendar, if we didn't have clocks, we wouldn't know shit. <laughs> we would just be here, surviving. Think about those people that are in prison when they go to solitary confinement. They don't know whether it's day or night, and they just, they're just in there. So do you think it's better to not have a concept of time, or do you think time actually does serve us well? Because I personally don't think it does. Well... It's a, it's a gray area because I feel like it can and it can't. It can serve us well if we do have the means for punctuality, which is also a construct. Whereas... Because it wouldn't matter if time yeah, didn't exist. <laughs> if time didn't exist, we would be in a place where being on time or being late didn't matter. So it can serve us well due to the certain circumstances that we're in. But if we weren't in those circumstances, it'd be completely different. Agreed. Number 12, black people have always been the blueprint, baby. Ooh, controversial. <laughs> fact number one. This shit ain't controversial. This shit facts. Black people have always been the blueprint. Like I said, controversial fact number one. We may believe that this is fact. I totally agree. It's, it's, it's fact. But we do have viewers and we do reach people that may think otherwise. So therefore, it is controversial. Very true, but you know how we get on this show. We get controversial all the time. So if you with it, you are. But if you're not, that's okay. Number 13, cats are hella relatable. Oh my God. Like I've had cats all my life and I've just come to realize they're a lot like us. You know, they feel the way that we do. Um, they going through this life shit just like we are. You know, they just understand the day to day. I mean, they might not partake, but they understand it and they be there every step of the way. So cats are very relatable. Number 14, not having hella friends is okay. Um, me personally, I don't have a lot of friends. I can count probably on one hand how many friends I actually have. 
And I think that that's perfectly fine. I notice that there's a lot of people my age, older, younger, whatever, who have huge friend groups or large friend groups, but I often wonder what the quality of those friendships are on an individual level. Um, the friends that I do have, it's very close. It's almost like a lifetime type of relationship. It's not just going to fade away, even if we don't talk all the time, even if we don't see each other. You know, even if we don't agree on everything, that's okay. It's a relationship. But I'd rather have three friends that are quality over 30 friends that don't really care about me at the end of the day. I always feel like friendships and relationships should be quality over quantity. And if you don't believe so, fuck you. So if you don't have a lot of friends, don't feel bad. Because neither do I. Number 15. Your family can do you worse than anybody else can. Facts upon facts upon facts. And me personally, it was like the closest of closest family that could do me dirty that did. And is still doing it to this day. So, yeah, family can definitely do you worse than anybody else can. If you think your ex treated you bad, reflect on something that a family member has done or said to you. Because it don't get no worse than like somebody that's blood treating you like somebody off the street. Blood treating you like water. That's a pretty common occurrence in most families. Because personally, I believe that families are a blueprint of what you should not do in your life. I think that everyone should look at their families for the flaws that they have. Although there are good things, you should definitely look at your families and observe the flaws that your family has to understand the things you should not do in your life. That part. Number 16, trust your intuition. Why? Because that shit is always right. Trust your intuition. So many situations and dealings that I've had in the past where I've had an intuition about something or something just felt off or didn't feel right or I was doubting a person or doubting a situation or an outcome and I still went through with it. I still believed that person. I still tried. I still put effort in. I still was hoping for a better outcome and... That intuition is always right. Even if it's like the slightest little bit. Your intuition will guide you through a lot of things, actually. Um, but you just have to trust yourself and trust that intuition. And that's something that I'm definitely working on. Because in the past, I didn't trust my intuition. But then I always found out that that shit was right. And I should have just trusted my intuition. So trust your intuition, guys. For real. It's essentially your compass, and your compass is never wrong unless the magnetic field is off. Yes, your compass will always lead you in the right direction. Exactly. Number 17, Base Canyon is a festival I cannot live without after experiencing what we have experienced at Base Canyon this year, 2022, August, the summertime. Wait, I mean, it was life changing. I've said this multiple times, but it literally was just an environment that I've never been in before that really made me feel at peace, at home, accepted, loved, appreciated, and heard. I don't know how, but it just did that for me. And it's something that I feel like I probably can't live without ever since my first attendance. Like, after this year, I feel like I just got to go every year. Like, I have to go. Um, it was just such a good feeling, and I can't wait to experience it again. And, yeah, like, I don't know. I just felt so expressive. I felt 
like my true authentic self while at this festival um and it was a vibe so but i will say that shit expensive so there's that well capitalism sucks and honestly i can agree man that's one of those experiences you everyone has to experience at least once i believe that everyone should at least check it out at least one time but for me i definitely go back definitely Number 18, your goals will always be achievable as long as you try. This I stand by completely. I mean, the goals are what you make them, but they're only achievable if you try to achieve them. You can't set a goal and expect that shit to just happen. I mean, I get that manifesting is a thing and I get that, you know, we want to believe that, well, if I do this, I burn this, I I say this, I think that everything is just going to fall into place. But along with those things, you have to put in physical work. You have to put in emotional work. You have to put in intellectual and spiritual work. Everything in this life, you have to work for. Even if it doesn't feel like work, you have to work for it. Manifestations are hopes and dreams, but you must add action. If you have manifestations, which are your hopes and dreams, plus your actions, you get achieved goals so do what you need to do to achieve those goals period (laughs) number 19 capitalism fucking sucks i hate capitalism i'm over it i've been done this shit should have never been started it is what it is we're here now but that's all i gotta say it just fucking sucks you know in school they taught us capitalism mercantilism uh communism they're all things we should know right well let's be honest capitalism is the worst of them all because not only are you continuously being fucked you continuously have to deal with inflation tax increases so many different things but i mean here we are in the u.s the greatest country in the world right number 20 social media makes millionaires we're tapping into social media once again social media is crazy as fuck this shit is wild you never know what to expect from it but Some people can expect millions, okay? Like, I'm not going to lie. Social media can really, like, make or break somebody's life. There's so many people that have a name for themselves, have money, have a foundation, have a legacy, all because of social media. And I don't know, it's just crazy to think, like, damn, you know, there's a one in a, a billion chance, but I might be one million, you know? Like, you never know, but... You know, it feels so achievable these days to to become big or viral or famous on social media. And yes, it is. But at the same time, it's not. You still have to have the formula right. You still have to know the ins and outs of social media. And you still have to learn how to keep a following once that following is attained. Yeah, you can go viral off of a moment, but can you keep it for a lifetime? That's the thing about it. You need to learn how to flip it. You need to learn how to grow from it. And you need to learn how to profit off of it if it gets to that point. Now, us on Deeper Than Most, mm, we still broke and we're still not making money off this shit. But guess what? We love you guys and all we really care about is the support. That shit feels good. Um, just to know that people care about what the fuck we got to say. Y'all real. And we're going to keep saying it. We're going to keep appreciating you guys because you don't have to take the time out of your day to listen to us. But the fact that you do is what makes us keep going. You know, like that's what fuels the show is you guys. And even if it's a small handful, like 
you guys matter and we're here we're always here social media makes millionaires now just think about that for a second and think back to a time when none of the shit did anything you would be posting your, your weird-ass videos on YouTube in 2007, hoping that your friends and family saw it. But now you can post it and strangers, complete strangers from across the world can see it. So the fact that social media has gotten to a point to where it can make you money is a beautiful thing. It's a beauty and a curse. You take it how you will. Definitely. Next is fact 21. Watching Shameless will, in fact, make you feel better about your shitty life situation. So I recommend that everybody checks it out. Shameless is just one of those shows like The Office or The Walking Dead. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, or Grey's Anatomy. Just one of those comfort shows that people go back to because it just makes them feel good. It's a feel-good show. It's a good comfort show. And for Shameless and me... Shameless is one of those shows that I throw on when I feel like my life is going to shit and I need somebody's shittier life to make me feel better about my own. Um, so yeah, watching Shameless, all the crazy shit that happens there. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on Netflix. So good. There's like nine seasons. You can get comfortable with these characters in this show. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one of those ones where... If I feel like everything is falling apart in my life, I throw on Shameless and I instantly feel at least five times better about my situation. Um, depending on what season I'm on, it might be ten times better. But yeah, it always just makes me feel better about what I have going on personally. I think that's the goal of a lot of entertainment in this in this world that we live in today. It's, it's meant to be relatable because a lot of us are just regular, degular people that have shitty lives and if you see someone having a shittier time than you yes it's funny but it's also relatable so shit i might be having a fucked up time but at least it ain't as bad as xyz on xyz so check out the show and i think for me the biggest thing is like yeah i have a shitty life but i'm not alone you know like other people have shitty lives too and if you can just have that thought in your head like yeah my life is shitty right now but i'm not the only one It'll help you tremendously. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. Um, number 22, kids aren't for everyone. I'm going to say it again. Kids aren't for everyone. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Kids are not for everybody. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. Number 23, tapping into your spirituality will help you understand so much more than you could ever imagine. I tell you, like, tapping into my spiritual side in this lifetime and in this capsule, I've learned a lot about just the circle of all of this shit, the circle of life, how shit goes, how shit flows. And how we can ride the wave to get to where we want to be. You got to ride the wave in this motherfucker, okay? Like, I don't know. You just got to take shit the way it is sometimes. But tapping into your spirituality helps with the guidance of that. Um, you're riding this wave, but which wave are you on? You know, like, how deep in the ocean are you on this wave? Because waves go deep. So... 
Tapping into your spirituality will help you with understanding and just navigating this thing that we call life. And it'll help you understand so much more about this life, about the people around you, about yourself, um, and just about the purpose of this all. It's just something that is incomparable and I don't know, it's just so helpful to everybody. No matter your religion, no matter your race, no matter your sexual preference, nothing. Spirituality is for everybody. So tap into yours. It's like I always say, your spirit is who you are and you should understand who you are. And if you don't understand who you are, you need to learn who you are. Because getting into your spirituality, you'll understand that there's so much more to life than the things that you think are important. You'll gather different priorities. You'll understand different values and you will become a better person. And that's the goal of spirituality. But by all means, take your time. Number 24, last but not least. In the end, nothing really matters. And I know this is like, I don't know, not necessarily a sad note to leave this on. But honestly, in the end, none of this shit matters. If you fuck up, if you fail that test tomorrow, it's okay. Because nobody's going to be bringing up that one test you failed at 18, 19, 23 years old when you're dead and long gone. No, they're going to think about your character and who you were and the memories that they shared with you. So in the end, none of this frivolous shit or the shit that we stress about and the little things that get us upset day to day matters. None of that shit matters. Um, The only thing that matters is just the impact that you have on people, the memories and relationships that you share, and how true to yourself that you stay along this journey. Whether you're a good person or a bad person, I think there's nothing stronger than just staying true to who you are. Because none of us chose this shit, so at least stay true to it, you know? At least embrace it. At least appreciate it and celebrate it. So, yeah, in the end, nothing really matters. People will never remember what you do. Sometimes they'll remember what you say, but they will always remember how you treated them. So be sure to be the most kind, the most loving, the most understanding person you can be. Sometimes it's not always easy, but try the best you can. And that's where your legacy begins and that's where it ends. So that was it. That was 24 things I have learned by 24. And yeah, I hope that you can take something from that. Um, Hopefully you share some of the same thought processes that I have or... You know, you felt the same way that I felt at some point in life. I mean, we're human. We all go through it. And I like to say it just always feels better when you know you're not alone. Okay? So, yeah. If you feel the way that I do about any of those 24 things, then give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a hug. Treat yourself in the simplest way. Because, yeah, I don't know. We're all human. (laughs) We all go through the bullshit, the trials, the tribulations, the success, the happiness, all of it. So just to encapsulate it all, enjoy every moment and bask in it. But with all that being said, now we get into our wiggity wiggity whoop 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 wind down and our kind words, as well as how you can support the show one more time because... It's the year of elevation, you guys. We're trying to elevate, okay? We got like a month or two left. We're trying to get there. We're trying to get like a thousand subs on YouTube, okay? More like a hundred subs on YouTube and two thousand followers on Instagram. Like, 
get us up there. Give us a rating and a review. Everybody, that's all I want for my birthday. A rating and a review. It ain't even got to be good. Just, <laughs> just give us that shit. And with that being said, we have four wind downs today. And the first one reads, what has been your biggest lesson this year? My biggest lesson this year has been save your money, bitch. That shit, that, that save, that money comes quick, but it goes faster. Yeah, that shit is true. And I, that's one of the things that I learned this year is that even if you think you got it all under control, you think you got a good job, you think, you know, oh, everything's fine. Like. There's nobody knocking at my door. No, like that shit goes quick. So manage your money well and get that shit figured out. I'm still working on it myself, <laughs> but we going to get there. And for me, it's been life happens in the shittiest of ways. So try your best to make the best of what you got. Wind down number two. Do I feel any older? No. I never feel older like every year. I mean, maybe later into the age, like later into the year, like summertime or whatever, springtime, I start feeling the change. But right now, like day of or days before, you know, days after, I don't feel older. I don't feel a physical change or emotional or spiritual. Like I'm still me. It's just another day. Um, Just add a number to that bitch. <laughs> Do you feel older now that you're 23? I mean, you've been living in it for a while and you're about to be 24 next year. Do you feel 23? To me, time is a construct and age is nothing to fear. I feel like getting older is getting better. Like, I don't feel like getting older is oftentimes seen as a bad thing. So I feel like for me, okay, yeah, I'm getting older, which means what am I going to learn? What am I going to what am I going to figure out this year? Or like, what is, what's going to come new to me? Like, what's going to happen? So I'm excited. And wind down number three. What was your favorite part in today's episode? Um, Probably horoscopes. That was really, really fun. I love astrology and just talking about horoscopes and zodiac signs and, you know, tying that back into my EP, dropping 1107. This episode might come out before the EP, so... Just set your timers and your clocks. Um, but yeah, definitely just talking about horoscopes and our big three. That was really fun, too. Yeah, I agree. I think that was Wait, fun. you never told me what you thought about my big three. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll go over it in another episode, y'all. We're going to do an astrology episode, and when we do, you will discover my big three. But until then, comment down below or just... Let us know what you think my big three is. I'll give you a hint. There's, It's literally on our Instagram. So follow us at Deeper Than Most PC on IG. Also, make sure you're liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing to YouTube. Last wind down. What goals do you have for year 24? My goals are working more on this novel that I've been writing for a couple years now. And I stopped. Um, finishing this certain painting, if you know, you know, and really keeping up with my grades so I can get into law school and take this LSAT test and pass and get into the law school that I want to get into. That is my goal. That is my dream. I'm going to get there. I know it. I fucking know it. Okay. It's just a matter of when. It ain't my damn birthday yet, but springtime is, is coming around. 
So for year 24 on my list, I have, honestly, I want to expound my photography hobby. It's usually a hobby for me, but I want to do more with it. I have been thinking of creating a certain project, but um, that'll be talked about more in the future. I also plan on writing a little more poetry. I haven't been on top of it as much as I would like to, but I have been writing a couple of pieces, and I may throw it out there at some point in the future as well, but in terms of that, um, just expounding on certain hobbies, and also, also, nigga, I'm about to graduate, I'm like really getting close to graduating, I got like a year left, a year and a half at max, so I'm just trying to graduate, man, just trying to get this degree, because um, I need money, and I'm black, (laughs) and you know, Let's be, be honest. Like <laughs> Let's be honest, man. Diversity is what these companies need, and I am that diversifying factor. So here we are. Before we head out of here, once again, like, comment, and share this episode. If you're on, if you're on a listening platform, please give us a rating and a review. If you're on social media, follow us at DTM Pod on TikTok. Follow us at Deeper Than Most PC on Instagram, as well as join our lovely, lovely Facebook group at Deeper Than Most Podcast Official Face Group Facebook Group. Whatever. Anyways, we've got it right here. Yep. Um, as well as send us an email at Deeper Than Most PC at gmail.com. And yeah. Let's get into these kind words before we head on out of here. Your girl's about to be 23 in the next, I mean, 24 in the next episode. That's crazy. So my kind words for this week are... Expound on your hobbies, dude. Do something. Everyone has something they like to do for fun, so fucking do it. If you don't have anything, find something. If you don't have anything, make something. I don't know, man. Everyone says that they have a creative side. Well, everyone likes to think that they don't have a creative side, but we all do. So, by all means, figure out what it is. Work on it. They say they don't have a creative side because they haven't found it yet. My kind words would be, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. Live it up. Celebrate. It's your best life. Hey, new year, new you. Or same you. Because ain't nothing wrong with it. It yes, it is. What if you're already developed and, and grown and, and healed? That ain't how it works. Hell, I guess we all broken in this motherfucker. We all, it's a it's an everlasting journey, guys. It's an everlasting journey, guys. It's always ongoing. It's never an end. But, 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 but that doesn't mean, yes, exactly. That doesn't mean that you sit here and do this new year, new me bullshit because y'all know damn well. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're going to do it. Is like, this year I see too many posts for new? That's because we thought the world was gonna fucking end. Ain't nobody trying to progress. We trying to survive. Shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> with that being said, this has been your lovely host's birthday special. I've been your host DJ. I've been your host Sav. This has been episode seventy-eight. And you can catch us next week on Deeper, Deeper Than, than Most. Most. Oh, 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 oh,